I think that this format is really special because people don't have to compare themselves to anybody else. They can really find what is best for me, what works for me. Hi, everyone, and welcome to part two of my two-part podcast with our wonderful virtual fitness instructors, Jewel Smith, Mackenzie McIntyre, and Rachel Shea. In this part of the conversation, you'll hear Mackenzie and Rachel share their why, and you'll also hear all three of these instructors share their thoughts on how they are supporting mental health through their virtual fitness classes. We're going to be sharing the full details for how you can participate in our virtual fitness classes from your home or office. So check out our show notes and listen to the end for the full details on how to participate. All right. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Here we go. Mackenzie, how about you? Do you have any inspiring motivational stories that keep you going? I think the biggest thing for me, especially with the classes I've taught since being here, you know, in Texas is the amount of people that have emailed me or even just put in the comments um, of the class of this was my first time ever trying a strength class because I think it's one of those formats that people can be especially intimidated by or they just don't know what to do. They're like, okay, I have a set of dumbbells besides maybe doing some bicep curls or squats. I don't know what to do with them. Um, And so I think, you know, it can be scary for people and a lot of you know, people are like, you know, I always just go into the gym and get on the treadmill or the elliptical, um, you know, which is fine and great, but they've, they've always wanted to try strength and they've just been a little afraid. And I think even some people that join our virtual classes, you know, even if they've been to an in-person gym or belong to a gym, they're even sometimes a little bit intimidated to go to in-person class. Cause it's like, is everyone going to be looking at me? I don't want to be the odd person out, but really having, you know, the ability of Zoom to turn your camera off and kind of the safety of your own home. Uh, I think people are willing to experiment a little bit more, try something new, whether that's strength or, you know, something like Zumba for someone without rhythm or whatever. So I think that's a great benefit to our classes. And so that's been awesome to hear the messages of I've never tried strength before. And now I've been taking your class for a year and feel so much stronger. Um, so I think that has been uh, the biggest impact are those stories for me. Yeah. Strength training is something that is so incredibly important, especially as we're getting older. I mean, with, yes. with an aging population, I'm aging, I guess. Is <laughs> it's important. We're all aging. We're all aging. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm in my 40s, you know, that's where you really start to feel the loss of muscle mass in every decade, we lose a couple of percentage points of, of muscle mass. Right. And so, and if I, I just always think like, I want to fight the aging process with strength training. And I love that you're bringing that into the platform, Mackenzie. I think it's so awesome um, for people to have a safe space to, to try strength training. Rachel, can you talk about your success stories? You have any um, success stories from clients? I know you've only been with us for four months or really doing this for just a few weeks, but do you, have you heard from participants wh- what has motivated them? Yeah. So I think seeing people kind of have that aha moment of like finding their love for kickboxing or, you know, things like that are huge highlights. But I've had someone reach out that was like, honestly, I don't really show up for the workouts. I show up because I need that positive personality. I need the energy. I need the really awful jokes that come from my lovely instructor. And and in my career, I've had a lot of people. So I 
did a lot in construction before coming here in wellness. And I've had so many people reach out to me and, you know, tell me these sad stories of things that they're experiencing. And they're like, I just really needed someone to smile at me today. And I needed someone to be nice to me. Like, I don't have that. And I feel like I get emotional thinking about it because that's truly my why of seeing people. I feel like I'm going to start crying. It's ridiculous. Um, But like having people, you know, kind of feel like we're that safe space for them. And we want them to get stronger. We want them to be like their best self. But a lot of that comes from that kind of emotional connection. And, you know, really just having us be like, you're doing awesome. Even if you're not doing a full push up, that's totally fine. But I think kind of those like even intangible benefits are just really so important and are such wins because I think we forget how important just being ourselves is for our population. Yeah, I love that. And it makes me cry too. (laughs) Think about, you know, actually connecting and helping people. You know, there's in-person fitness and I think that's amazing. And then we have kind of on demand like YouTube. You can watch classes and you can do those anytime you want. Um, but this is really sort of a hybrid middle ground where we're bringing together. And sometimes I'll look at the number of participants on you're like, oh my gosh, we have a hundred and something people on here from multiple agencies across the state of Texas, all different fitness levels. And I just think it's such a such a cool and incredible feed. <laughs> we've gotten to this point where we've actually built out something in this really collaborative way. Um, so yeah, and it's, it's not just about physical fitness, right? It's this mental and emotional connection and support that, that we provide. Let's talk a little bit about that mental health and how we're addressing mental health through some of the things that we do. Jewel, do you have any thoughts on how, and can you talk a little bit about how you're bringing in mental health into the physical fitness platform? Yeah. One of the things, Lacey, that we kind of always kind of stress, you know, we say movement is medicine. And I think you did a webinar on this. And um, one of the things that I know that with the movement, it helps with depression, you know, just getting up and moving for five minutes, you know, it can take the fog away. If you're working on a deadline and you're kind of feeling stuck, it helps you get out of that rut. And, you know, I'm not a mental health professional, but I will tell you that most studies that you read, any book you read on mental health, the first thing they say, have you moved, you know? And then I think as fitness instructors, we are like walking comedians with uh, with weights because if we do it wrong, (laughs) we're going to tell you and we try our best to keep you motivated. And we all have a funny story to share about ourselves and you know, just like me getting off beat. If it can make someone laugh, that helps your mental health too. So get up, move, watch something funny. And like Rachel said, you know, we're we're all kind of quirky and funny in our own ways. But if you ever want a good laugh, I love that someone who's not showing up to move, they're just showing up to hear our quirky stories (laughs) and motivation. I love it. So if that's helping somebody's mental health, I'm all for it. So Yes, if you ever want to have a good laugh, show up to one of our fitness classes. You'll you'll see. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Something <laughs> will happen. The dog coming through, something, the doorbell ringing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're actually like in in our homes in a way. So, yeah. Yes, Mackenzie, you have any thoughts on that mental health aspect of of what we do? 
Yeah. I mean, again, I agree with everything that Jules said, but a lot of it just goes back to that community that we already talked about and, you know, making that connection. Um, because I think, like you said, you can watch a YouTube video class and, and that's great, but sometimes it's nice to feel like you really have a personal connection with the instructor. They can, you know, at least see your name on a screen or see your comment in a chat and interact with the other people in the class. And I think people do enjoy those random informal moments. I know for me, I teach on Wednesdays and that's a day that I work from home. And so uh, many of my participants remember last year we had a cricket gate in the summer. I had a cricket problem in the house and they were huge and I hate them. And so I would be teaching class and I was like, everyone keep going. You all keep going. And I got the dumbbell out and was like smashing a a cricket like live on camera. I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all, but I, I like, I can't let him just loose in the house. Like, you know, I've got to keep eyes on him and he's got to get out. People, you know, people are like, don't kill the cricket or like, here's, then everyone was putting in their chat, like their cricket remedies of how to get rid of them. I mean, like the chat was blowing up that day. <laughs> and then like a couple weeks later, we got another cricket and I was like, y'all, the crickets are back. And so it just, it became a whole little saga, which is something so silly. Um, but I think that, you know, connection piece, especially with a lot of our employees, you know, that are working remote or working hybrid. Um, you know, I know everyone's job is different, but some employees, you know, are feeling a little bit more isolated. Um, if they don't interact with people a lot at work, like maybe their heads are just in spreadsheets or something like that. And so having that social and community connection, I think really, you know, can positively impact your mental health. I know it always puts me in a better mood, you know, kind of having that connection midday. So. Yeah, absolutely. I love that cricket gate. <laughs> so yeah. funny. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Rachel, do you have any kind of, uh, do you have any thoughts on mental health and your fitness class? Yeah. So I think, you know, one thing I try to remind people of is be where you're at today. And if you're not really bringing your best self, maybe you just slept weird and like your, your neck hurts, that's okay. And, you know, I think the cool thing with, you know, virtual is, if people choose not to have their camera on, they they can just do whatever they feel comfortable with. They don't have to compare themselves, you know. And I know when I used to teach in the big box gyms, people were like, I'm afraid to go to class because you have these people that are like going super hard and I can't do that. And I think that this format is really special because people don't have to compare themselves to anybody else. They can really find what is best for me, what works for me. And just start to build that confidence. And maybe they end up going to a gym or they do in person because they built up that confidence. Like, wow, I feel so good about what I accomplished. And, you know, even in the chat, when people are like, this is so hard, you're being so mean, but I love it. Other people realize this isn't easy for everyone. And, you know, I try to share my own challenges with injuries and health issues that you know, I think as fitness instructors, we've probably all kind of been in this space where people are like, oh, well, you don't get it because you've never been overweight or you've never been, you know, you don't have arthritis. And well, I have had so many challenges with my weight. I have arthritis in my spine at a very young age. And so I think kind of allowing people to realize that just because someone on the outside looks like they have it all put together doesn't mean we do. I certainly do not have it together. You know, and I think kind of having that faith for people is really a big 
confidence boost that ultimately improves their mental health to realize, you know what, it's okay to be where I'm at today. It's okay to not be able to get all the way into that squat. And you know what, maybe in six months I will, maybe not. And that's okay. Mm, Yeah. I love that, Rachel. And, you know, talking about your own challenges, I think that's really helpful for participants. Like you said, I think a lot of times people come to classes and think, oh, this is the instructor. They have everything figured out. I talk a lot about in my yoga class, I have scoliosis. That's why yoga is so important for me, right? It's not that, you know, (laughs) I'm just figuring it out, um, but it keeps me so that I can move, right? Um, And Mackenzie, you talked a little bit about some of your challenges with your back pain. Jewel talked about, you know, when she started teaching fitness, thinking maybe I'm not I'm not a fitness instructor. What is this? And so all of us can certainly relate to those feelings and have empathy and compassion for every single person that shows up. Let's talk about what someone would need to do for those who have never attended one of our virtual fitness classes. Where would somebody go if they wanted to check out a virtual fitness class with us if they didn't know about it? Let's have Mackenzie talk about this. I can do that. The the classes, obviously, as we've already talked about, are all virtual, um, but we do have a virtual fitness calendar that we keep all of the classes on. Um, and the easiest link that I usually reference people to is, I believe it's called the Work Well Texas calendar. Is that correct, Lacey? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I, there's just so many wellness names between the text.wellness program name. I'm always like, you yeah. know, don't mess it up. But yes, it's the Workwell Texas fitness calendar. And that's the easiest link for everyone to access because it's a public site. You don't have to be like logged into a specific agency's, you know, internal site or anything like that. So bookmarking that you can kind of see what classes are happening for the month. And then we have the same Zoom link for every class that we do. I still advise bookmarking the calendar because every now and then, you know, one of us might be out on vacation for a week or something like that. The classes are pretty consistent, but, you know, just double check in the calendar beforehand and then bookmarking that Zoom link. And then it's just a matter of joining the Zoom class. Like we've said already, you can choose to join with camera on or camera off. All are welcome. Um, Sometimes we do fun trivia and, you know, some people come before class and will be chatting in um, the comments and stuff. And so, yeah, you, you know, you can come with also varying levels of equipment and, you know, just your, your level with fitness in general, all of us provide modifications. So even though my class uses a lot of dumbbells, you can do all of the exercises with body weight as well, or I'll provide a different modification, you know, whether you're a beginner or whether you've been coming to my class for a year and you're ready for some of the more advanced options. So yeah, that's that's kind of the easiest way to join. I will put the link in the show notes so that people can easily get to it and check out the calendar. I also just want to mention that this is not even our full instructor team. We have other instructors that are not on the podcast today. Um, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Becky Gillespie has been helping with a chair fit class, which is very popular. DPS leads a strengthen and lengthen class, which is a 15-minute check-in, kind of focusing on posture and strength. And Chris Young from TechStot, who I featured on a podcast previously, teaches a 30-minute yoga class every Wednesday. And what's great is, you know, we kind of started this for Get Fit Texas, but it's not going to end after the challenge is over. We're going to continue to provide this great resource 
and hope that people keep coming just because Get Fit Texas is over doesn't mean we don't need to still be fit. So hopefully everyone will continue to, to show up and come to our class. Um, I want to close with one final question, and this is just a fun one I'm going to throw out there. Everybody in their class sort of has these like isms, like there are Jewel isms, things that Jewel says a lot during our class. Mackenzie, you have things that you say a lot. Rachel, can you just share with everybody like what's what's a statement that you say over and over and over in your class? Well, in my class, I always say, do you strive for growth, not perfection? Those are my two. I yeah. say them all the time. Do you? I love that. And you also say, get a little sip, sip. <laughs> We're right? getting class over very well because yeah. at the end of the class, they're always like, do it. Was it ready for that adult sip, sip? I'm like, no, no, no. We still got to finish the work day. <laughs> Encouraging that hydration. I love it. <laughs> Mackenzie, do you have any things that you say over and I, over in your class? I do. Some of them are really boring. And I like, I, I like you catch yourself take, it's like saying them because my class is by intervals and time. So I'm always counting and I'll always count down the last three seconds. And I'm like, are they tired of hearing me count down? But I'm like, no, they need to know, you know, but you feel like a robot repeating some of the yeah. things. But I say that and I'll always say, nice. And I'm like, okay, I got to come up with other, I'll be like, great job. Wonderful. You know, sometimes because I will say, you know, you do get the feedback in the chat, but sometimes the cameras and the chat is so far away that you can't read it. So yeah. you're not hearing like verbal feedback from the class. So you're just kind of talking at a screen and I was like, nice job. Okay. Next. <laughs> and um, so I have like my robotic ones, but my like catchphrase that I, I say sometimes or will include in class and my motto um, is long-term consistency wins over short-term intensity. And even though I don't necessarily say that every class, I think that's kind of what I try to communicate out to everyone of, you know, just showing up to class and doing what you can do today is much more beneficial than you going hard, aiming for that difficult modification if you're not ready for that today and then injuring yourself and then you don't come back to class next week and then you've fallen off for a month. And um, so I always just try to stress, you know, do what you can, um, you know, focus on your form, go slow and steady. Don't be rushing through any of the movements um, because that consistency and focus on form is what's going to, you know, take you there long term. Yeah, absolutely. Rachel, what are your what are your over and over statements in your class? I don't know. I mean, this is probably a lack of self-awareness on my part. Um <laughs> I feel like we should pull the people who take my classes and they'd probably come up with some really interesting things. But I'm sure I say, I just, I obviously talk a lot and I start just like going a million miles an hour. And, you know, kind of like Mackenzie said, you know, we don't always have that real time feedback if we're kind of far away. So I think I'm just up here making stand up comedian jokes. And I'm probably the only one who thinks I'm really funny, but that probably makes other people laugh because I'm like funny and they're like, <laughs> Well, they keep showing up, so you're doing yeah. something right. <laughs> well, Lacey, there's one thing that Chris Young says that I, it really sticks with me every time he says it. He says, move today to be able to move tomorrow. Mm. Somewhere in there. Correct me if I'm wrong. And so yeah. if Chris is listening to this. I apologize for messing up your catchphrase, but it always sticks with me because mm. when I'm doing about 20 squats, I'm like, I'm going to need to be able to move tomorrow. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Move today so you can move tomorrow. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. 
Well, I hope that we have let some people know about a resource that maybe they didn't know about before through the podcast. Maybe if also you are a person who only attends one fitness instructor's class, you might open up to trying some other fitness instructors because as you have hopefully heard, we've got a wealth of knowledge and experience on this platform. Um, We've got a new instructor. I think we're going to be adding in April. There's going to be some changes, but again, that that calendar will always be the most up-to-date place to find resources. And um, yeah, thank you all so much for joining me for this conversation. It's been really fun to interview all of you in this platform and to see your beautiful faces this morning. Um, and I look forward to, to all the great things we're going to do in the future. Thank you, Lacey. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to get to know these great people a little better. Just last week, one of our IT professionals at ERS emailed me and said that he and his team did Jules' core stretch and flex class during a break, uh, during their lunch break. And I just love hearing about teams doing these classes together. Um, It builds camaraderie. And it also, I think, just simply offering the chance to do something during your lunch break to support your health shows that as a leader, you support your employees taking time for their mental and physical health. So there's a lot of ways you can utilize these resources personally and as a leader. Um, So again, thank you for listening. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, as always, please reach out. My information is in the show notes. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care.